You are listening to How Does She Do It? Episode 133. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or 133rd time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. The show notes for this week's episode are available at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. If you want to connect with me on social, I am at Tiff South, and that's Tiff with two Fs on the Instagrams and the Twitters. If you want to connect with the show's account, you can follow at HowDoesSheDoIt. And if you're listening to this episode, not while you're driving, but take a screenshot of the show, post it in your stories and tag at Tiff South and I will repost it in mine. And thank you in advance for your continued support, your shares, your five star ratings and reviews in the Apple podcast app or wherever you listen to podcasts, continue to leave those ratings and reviews. They continue to help the show raise in the ranks and I appreciate it in advance. And now let's get into this week's Just My thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections. And the first thing I will say is that this week's episode is a rewind episode. And I am posting this episode because I think it aligns well with where we are in our conversation about self-awareness. And this conversation is from episode 93, where I talked about the importance of recognizing that credentials do not create contentment. And it offers some additional self-reflection, some questions, some points about how to move forward in your career from a intentional perspective and approach. And one of the things that I said in this episode, I listened to it again, and I said, my success rested in where I stood, not where I was going. And that was a real reflection point for me when I recognized that I had not really taken a long-term view of my career, but I had taken a checkbox approach. So I hope that as you listen, you keep that in mind and think about where you are in your current career and how you might be able to evolve your own thinking and approach to the work that you do and setting goals going forward. Now, what I wanted to just share quickly in this Just My Thoughts, and I guess it's not really a review recommendation or rejection, but more of a reflection on the importance of valuing the time that we spend in building our relationship with God. I did a Bible study with a group of my friends this past weekend, and one of the things that we talked about was recognizing when the armor of God in our life has been pierced. So Ephesians 6 talks about putting on the whole armor of God and how there are different 
parts of the armor that are can be worn independent of each other, but there's a reason why they are a collective armor, right? If you have on the helmet but not the breastplate, then you are at risk. If you have the breastplate but aren't holding the shield, you are at risk. And this is why Paul encourages us in that particular chapter it to put on the whole armor, not your helmet today, your you know, the belt tomorrow, your feet, your, your, your boots later, right? Putting it all on at the same time. And the other thing that I recognized in kind of reflecting on what happens when I notice that there is a gap in my armor because my routine has been off or I am, you know, just not in, in sync with my relationship and my devotion time and things like that is my desire to then try to be in control and fix myself, right? If too much time goes between me recognizing that there is a, my armor has been damaged in some way, for example, and me trying to go to God to repair it, I then try to repair it myself. Now I'm trying to put myself in control and not going to the one who is in control. And then I, it just creates this what's the word, domino effect of negative emotions. And it just allows the enemy to come in and attack right where he knows I'm most vulnerable, right? That's exactly why wearing armor is so important because when you are missing a piece of armor, you now become vulnerable in a very specific way. You have to spend time making sure that you are putting on the whole armor of God every single day. The other thing that I want to, to mention is making sure that you are valuing and prioritizing time with him over busy work and over toil. I was reading Luke chapter 10 and verse 38 through 42. Luke chapter 10, verse 38 through 42. This is the story of where Jesus meets Martha and Martha welcomed Jesus into her home and Martha had a sister and Martha was busy running around trying to be, you know, be a good host and doing all the things while Mary, her sister sat at the Lord's feet and listens to his teaching. Martha goes to the Lord and says, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. Verse 41 says, but the Lord answered, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. When I read this, I I wrote down in, in my Bible, focus and prioritize what really matters. When you think about a damaged armor and when you think about anxious toil and running around doing all the things, trying to keep things in your control, that is an easy way for you to lose sight of what actually matters. That is not to say that you have to abandon your daily responsibilities, right? That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is recognizing that there are some seasons when you have to prioritize your building your relationship with God. And that season can even sometimes be in the day, right? Like you can have a season in a certain day to make sure that you're taking time to focus on what matters, making sure that you are taking time to build yourself up so that you are less susceptible to the toils and snares of the enemy. 
So I just wanted to share those thoughts and I hope that you enjoy this episode. Make sure you connect with me on social and that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. We are talking about credentials and how they do not create contentment. Credentials do not create contentment. So in episode 91, I talked about making sure that I wanted to move your faith forward just as much as I wanted to move your career forward. And the reason why I had to make sure I said that for myself is because I believe all of these things are connected, right? We cannot show up as our best selves if we are crumbling in our understanding of who we are. If we are not confident in our personal life, can we actually be truly confident at work? Many of us have, and present company included, I have shown up and projected confidence. Have I actually been confident? Have I felt confident? That's a different question. And so what I wanted to talk about today was the importance of making sure that you are truly being content outside of any credentials that you might be seeking, that you might want. And hear me, this does not mean that you should not want credentials. This does not mean that you should not set your sights on trying to get an MBA or a JD or a certification in nutrition or becoming a certified personal trainer or trying to take your CPA. Not saying you shouldn't want to do those things, but remembering that those things do not create contentment. When I was thinking about this show, I was thinking about how I, like, how did I end up going to law school? And if I ever truly wanted to be an attorney for the sake of wanting to practice law, or if I ever wanted to be an attorney just because I wanted to say that I was an attorney or because I hadn't thought about another possibility of something else that I might be interested in doing. And I think that because I decided when I was 12 that I wanted to be an attorney, I never gave myself an opportunity to explore over time with the compounding of the experiences that I had in my personal life and in my, when it came, when it came to understanding who I was, um, really recognizing that I was someone who was desperate for people to love me. I had a, a fear of abandonment. Vulnerability was not my strong suit by any stretch of the imagination. And I was seeking after uh, comfort and acceptance in so many different ways. And I, you think about that and layering that on top of the desire to achieve for the sake of saying this achievement makes me valuable. This grade is a part of what makes me worthy. This school label tells me that I am um, valuable in the eyes of society and people. This is what will make people proud of me if I can say I've done these things. And again, I do not regret going to Cornell University, the best undergraduate university in the world. I do not regret going to the University of Pennsylvania for for my, my master's and for my JD. I do, however, wonder what drove those decisions. And again, every all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. So I know that now where I am and the path that I'm on now, I am able to take those experiences and apply them forward. But what if I had stopped 
when I was a junior in college and really asked myself, do I want to be a lawyer and why? I didn't even know that that was a question I could or should ask myself. It's a question that I ask people when they tell me they want to go to law school and they're 19 years old. I ask them, why do you want to do that? Um, but because there are some people who know earlier than other people. But anyway, what I want to make sure that we get at and that we understand as we are pursuing any professional goal that we have, that we, the credential itself does not make us happy. The achievement itself is not what fulfillment is. Because I can, I can tell you, it was so clear when I showed up to work as a junior associate, I was extremely proud. I was very happy to be there. I was so grateful for the experience and for all of the people and opportunities that led me to that point. But when I got there, I literally had a now what feeling. And when you arrive somewhere after you, the only objective, the only goal that I had really concretely set was to go to law school, graduate from law school, pass the bar exam and get a job. And I got the job and I said, okay, so what's next? That is unfulfillment. That is not contentment because I didn't think past, and this is no one's fault, right? I didn't think past the moment of what my career would look like. And so my success rested in where I stood. It didn't rest in where I was going. I didn't have a clear path. And again, I, there are lots of things that I would have done differently knowing what I know now about conversations that I would have had with people that may have led to me practicing law more, that may, longer rather, that may have led to me trying to practice in a different type of setting, all these different things. However, I can't, I can't change the future, change the past rather. I can't change the future either. Um, I can change my trajectory towards the future based on what I do today, but that's a, another point for another day. So my point is I'm diving, I'm saying all of these things about my own journey because I want you to think about how you got to where you are right now. How did you arrive at the role that you have right now? And how is the role that you have right now informing what you want to do next? Is it a true stepping stone to the next position that you want? Is it a place that you don't know how you got there? Because it's really important to know if you don't know how you got to where you are right now, because that is the foundation. And this is something that I do with my clients is we reverse engineer where they are right now. And if it was just a series of random decisions that landed them into a career that they really enjoy, that's great. But if it was a series of random decisions that landed them to a place that they cannot stand being in anymore, that is something that we have to work through, right? So understanding how you got to where you are will inform the way that you approach how you review your experiences and how you prepare yourself for what's next. So as we think about understanding what is what drives contentment in our careers, what drives true fulfillment in the work that we do, I outlined four things that I want to make sure that you understand. And the first, and this is kind of something what we were just talking about, but the first thing that you have to understand is what drives you? What is your why? And that has become a question. Simon Sinek has made it a very popular question and it's all over the place. What's your why? What's your purpose? But I'm not asking in a flighty, oh, you know, I'm here to, you know, whatever the case is. I want you to think about what motivates you. What makes you feel like you are contributing in a meaningful way? What 
is the reason why you get up to do anything that you do on any given day. When you start to understand that, you can understand if where you are is leading you to do more of that or leading you in, in the direction that that aligns with your why, that aligns with your values, that aligns with your vision, or if it's if it's nowhere if it's nowhere on the map. And if and again, knowing the answer to either of those questions, a lot of people don't even ask themselves these questions. But knowing the answer now gives you the power to make a decision about what you do from here going forward. These are questions that I ask my clients in one way, shape, or form because, again, if we don't know what got you here, it's going to be difficult to understand what you might need to do to unpack to move your move you to the right direction. Because if you're driven by money, that's gonna that's going to influence the way you make your decisions in your career. If you're driven by a certain type of work environment, that's going to drive your decision. If you're driven by working in a certain industry, that's going to drive the way that you make your career decisions. Or if it's title, whatever the case may be, if those are the things that drive you versus if it's uh, if it's building something that's your own and not staying working for an employer for the for you know for the the rest of your working life that's going to determine the decisions that you make with the way you spend your time right so think about what drives you what is your why and if you've never asked yourself that question i really encourage you to sit still with it and really think through it and this is a, an exercise that i do with um with women who join elevate your career academy and it's one of the most eye opening parts of the experience because a lot of us don't give ourselves permission to even ask this question many of us are just too busy being being busy and living life and living real life every day that we've not taken the time to say well why why do i want to do anything like what do i want to do so ask yourself understand what drives you understand what your why is the second thing that you need to understand is how do you work best if you're talking about being truly fulfilled and content in the work that you do, you have to understand how you actually work best on a day-to-day -day basis. Do you work well in teams? And are you currently working in a job that keeps you isolated and by yourself? Do you work best by yourself? Or and are you you're currently in a job that has you prancing around in front of people doing presentations all the time and you have no desire to do those things? Do you work in a place that gives you flexibility to travel? Do you work best in a place that allows you to work from home, right? How do you work best? And knowing that will help you understand if there's something unfulfilling about where you are right now. A lot of times people think that they have to do something very dramatic in order to change, to feel more fulfilled at work. They have to change industries or it's the company, I have to leave the company, I have to leave the state, I have to start all over again, I have to go to the very bottom of another industry to try and make a transition. And sometimes it has to be something very, very drastic and kind of really move you in a new direction. But sometimes it's a matter of just understanding how you work best and is how you work best currently aligned with where you are. This is a, it's, it has been immensely helpful in me understanding the way I work best, even in, in the way that I interact with my colleagues, understanding how they work. If someone on your team is an introvert versus someone is an extrovert, if someone on your team is very analytical versus they are someone who likes to talk through things out loud and work through problems in a group setting, right? Knowing do you work, knowing those things will help you determine if where you are right now is aligned with 
what you need to feel the most sense of contentment and fulfillment. And if that is the case, there are things now you can figure out, okay, so if I know it's this, this, and this factor about the place that I work now, I can either figure out if there's something internally that I can do to make this adjustments. Is it that I need a new office because I don't like sitting next to a person who wants to come into my office every five minutes? Is it that I don't like open, open workplace, open, um, open office environments where no one ha- there are no doors and no one has their own privacy? Is it that I actually really can't stand working alone and I really, really want to work with people? If you understand those things, now you can begin to say, okay, now I can think about how I chart my path towards more contentment in my career, more fulfillment in my career. And again, thinking about our identity, which we talked about in last episode, if you know your identity in both in Christ and how God designed you, then you can say, okay, here are the things that I know. Here's how I, here's how I believe I'm called to contribute in, in, in my career. And now I want to look for jobs that align with that or where I am right now. It actually is fine. There are some things that I need to tweak about. Maybe I want to ask if I can work from home a day, uh, one day per week. Maybe I'd like to travel more and there are opportunities that I can now pursue because that will give me an opportunity to to do something that aligns more with a certain strength that I have, right? When you think about these things, when you think about the different parts of who you are, now that will help you show up more fully in your career because you know how to address the challenge that you're having or the deficiency or the lack of contentment based on a specific point, as opposed to just blanking, blanketing your entire unhappiness as it's this job, it's this industry, I can't stand any of this. So it's oftentimes it's not that, it doesn't have to be that um, kind of, you know, have to blow up everything in order to get what you are after when it comes to how you show up in your career. So the third point about how you can ask yourself and and really create more contentment in your in your current career is asking yourself how do you want to contribute? How do you want to contribute to the world and to the place that you are currently employed and to people that you serve? For me, I want to contribute in a way that makes everyone feel more empowered and more confident regardless of whatever situation it is. I want to contribute in a way that allows my, the way that I think about systems and people to impact solving problems in an environment and problems specifically as it relates to how the people on the other side of those problems and developing solutions for those problems. I want to contribute in a way that leaves people better and more fulfilled and more filled every time they have an interaction with me versus being drained or weighed down. Right. And so you have to think about how do you want to contribute? How do you want to, is it, is it, you, do you have an analytical like frame of thinking that means you want to be able to help, you know, slice and and dice data in a certain kind of way? Do you want to be able to show up as someone who is able to present and train and, and help people learn new pieces of information? Are you someone who wants to run experiments and lead projects and help manage the operations behind, you know, a lot of different things? How do you want to contribute? How do you want to be recognized and known by your company? You have to think about, you have to answer those types of questions. And many of us, not by no fault of our own, we just show, we show up at work. We showed up at our first job and the first job led to the next job. It led to the next opportunity, or maybe it didn't. 
Maybe it led to you being stagnant or you found yourself on a natural course based on whatever role that you had and you never figured out how to take a step off of that course because you didn't actually recognize that you didn't want to be on it, but because it was comfortable, because it made sure your bills were paid, it came with, you know, some sort of security. You, you stayed the course knowing that there's a little bit of discontent there. Right. And again, these are, these are things that I work, that I've worked through on my own. These are things that I've worked through with my clients to really help you understand if you are on a road and you're just getting by, you are not doing God's best here. If you are just getting through every single day, not knowing how you are gifted and not knowing how you are called to speak to people a certain in a certain way that only you can or to to show up and contribute to the teams that you're on in a certain kind of way or knowing that your presence is something that actually can bless people. If you don't know those things, you are not doing the best that God has for you. You are not opening yourself up to the next level because to get to the next level, you got to start like if you think about playing Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers 3 was my favorite video game growing up. And unless you had a code, and I don't even know if we had cheat codes for Nintendo at that point, but unless you had a code, you couldn't skip and get to the next level, right? You had to start at level one and you work your way up and you beat that monster at the end of that level and then you get to the next level, right? And if you just, if you skip levels, you didn't know how to do the things that were required on that next level because there's all kinds of, there's those, the turtle shells with the spikes on the back that you've never seen before because you skipped three levels, but you didn't know how to interact with them now. So you're unprepared for the level that you're on, right? So I say that to say that you have to, Pay attention and think about the level that you're currently on and make sure that you're doing the work to prepare yourself for the next level. But if you don't know what you want next, you're not going to be able to do the proper work where you are to get to that next place that you want to be. So you have to take the time to step back, think about where you are, think about where you want to go. And it's, oh, you have to be comfortable asking yourself the hard question. You have to be comfortable recognizing that before you can get to that next thing, there's going to be a period of discomfort. Even if that discomfort is a part of the, it's a part of the application process. It's a part of even thinking that you're bold enough, thinking that you're big enough, knowing that you are, that you are worthy of wanting and trying to do more. Like I, I do not believe that God designed us to languish in careers that drag us down and that don't allow us to be our best every single day. And again, I'm not saying that we are all supposed to be entrepreneurs. I'm not saying that we all are supposed to be running our own shop, you know, for, for the rest of our lives. But I am saying that we are all designed to show up in specific ways. And the way that our, the experiences that we have can influence the types of spaces that we seek to put ourselves in when it comes, to, when it comes to our careers. So I don't have no business working in nobody's emergency room or medical office or facility as a in a in a in a helping like doctor nurse pa type role that's not how i'm meant to i'm meant to show up in this world i am meant to talk to people about their development and their growth that's how i'm supposed to show up that's how i'm designed to show up and so what do i do i adjust my career to give me more opportunities to do that even if that's not the thing that i get to do 8 hours out of my workday i get to do parts of it i get to go to conferences to speak i get to sit on panels to contribute and talk to students 
So that's what I'm saying. You think outside of just the the day-to-day role that you have and what are the opportunities that you can avail yourself to that allow you to flex the gifts that you have, even in the way that you speak to people and engage with people at work is an opportunity to show the light that God has placed in you, right? If you are kind to people and keep yourself from contributing to office gossip, right? And, you know, I have to bite my tongue a lot of times because there are people who I'm just like, you know what? But I... I pull myself back because I know that that's not how God designed me to show up. That's not representing Christ in the way that I'm supposed to. And it's a it's a it's a, something that you have to remind yourself of. But what I'm saying is all of this to say you have to pay attention to how he designed you and how you want to contribute as a result of the way that he designed you, but you first have to know how he designed you. And the last thing that we have to think about when we're talking about creating contentment in our careers is after you think about what drives you, after you think about how you work best, after you think about how you want to contribute, now you have to take a look at all of those things and ask yourself, based on where you are right now, how close are you to doing those things? What about what you're doing right now needs to change such that you can be aligned in your why, you can be aligned with how you work best and you can be aligned with how you want to contribute and show up at work and how you're gifted to show up and contribute at work. And this is one of those things that people think is reserved for certain types of people or, well, because I've been in this job or this career for 10 plus years, there's no way that I can make a pivot now. And I'm here to tell you that that's not true. Everything that we're talking about in this episode and really everything that we talk about in every episode, it requires a level of intentionality that most of us have not given ourselves permission to have and take in our lives. It's not because we don't want something different than what we have right now, but we've never taken the time to stop and say, I'm going to make time to focus on understanding how I have contributed in my career to this point, how I actually want to contribute, and is there is there a gap or a difference between those two things or a discrepancy? Does the place that I'm currently working allow me to take and have those opportunities? And if not, how do I prepare myself for what's next? This is exactly why I created Elevate Your Career Academy, because I recognize that this is the, this is the analysis that I took myself through in order to figure out what I wanted to do next. And no, I didn't have every, I didn't know when I left practice in 2012 that in 2019, I would be doing the work that I did, but I had along the way, I kept up a level of intentionality about paying attention to what skills I was gaining or not gaining, the way that I felt about the work that I was doing, the growth opportunities about what I've done or not done, how I continue to learn and get myself in front of different types types of people and types in different types of organizations when you pay attention to those things you can start to move your career in a certain direction and you don't necessarily know what the job title is that you want or the career or the the company that you want to work for per se but you can acquire the skills and get yourself positioned based on how you work best and based on how you're how you are how you flourish when you're doing the when you're operating at the top of your game you can you can gather the the different tools that will prepare you for to be positioned for that next opportunity. So if you take the intentionality of understanding 
the the four things that we talked about here, rather the three things, is what drives you, how do you work best, and how do you want to contribute based on the totality of your experience or recognizing that your current work experience is completely out of alignment with what you want to do. What do you need to do from here? What do you need to do to move yourself to that next level? What do you need to do to get yourself prepared for the next opportunity that aligns with what drives you, that aligns with how you work best, that aligns with how you want to contribute? And I do not want to hear that it's not for you. I do not want to hear that it's not possible. I do not, because it's, it's not true. It is not true. There is so much room for you in this world. There is so much room for you to show up as God designed you. There is so much room for you to be able to enjoy the work that you do. And this is, again, hear me, it is not about feeling like you're floating on clouds and rainbows and butterflies all day, every day, because even the people who love their companies and who are running their own businesses and get to work from home, working is hard, right? Doing anything that is worth doing is going to be difficult. There are going to be roadblocks along the way, but I encourage you to take the time, invest the time in yourself to ask yourself these questions, to think about how you want to contribute, to think about whether you're satisfied where you are right now and believe that you don't have to accept being under underemployed believe that you do not have to accept feeling fine about how you show up at work every day believe that you do not have to accept the level of stress that you're under constantly or the discomfort that you feel just at the thought of going to the work that you have to do every day and this is not talking about you know oh it's monday morning i wish i didn't have to go to work i would love to just stay in my bed longer but i'm talking about that that sickness that you feel right that that tension that you feel in your shoulder when you reach that certain season in your work and you know you are out of alignment when you know you are supposed to be doing something different, when you know you have outgrown the seat that you're currently sitting in, when you know that there is something different that you are supposed to be doing. And again, you might not know what that different thing is, but when you recognize that something is off, when you're recognized that you are no longer content, that you are not happy where you are, that is the signal to begin to figure out what you need to do to get to where you're supposed to be next. We have permission to do that. If you needed permission today, I am giving you permission today to get away from where you don't want to be and to do the work because it's because this is not easy. This is not I'm picking up and I'm just going to up, update my resume in 30 minutes and start applying to jobs. Please do not do that. Schedule a call with me and I will talk about the appropriate things that you need to do to prepare yourself for your next opportunity. But what you have to remember is you are not, you're not supposed to feel just, you're not supposed to be unfulfilled. You're not supposed to be unhappy. And part of that is remembering first and foremost that your fulfillment and that your joy and your peace rest in Christ. And I also believe that along with that means that you can make the best out of anything based on having internal peace and contentment. You can make, you can find, be optimistic about where you are, but you also have to think about if you are called to contribute in a certain type of way, but you are restricting yourself by staying comfortable when you know you should be moving forward, then it might be time for you to start moving forward. So I'm going to stop here.
I've said a lot of things. I'm just going to quickly review the four things that you need to understand and think about before you, as you think about whether you are content where you are right now. And the first thing that you need to understand is what drives you? What is your why? The second thing, how do you work best? Alone in teams, like whatever the, whatever the things that matter to you are, how do you work best? Think about what that means. Think about what that looks like for you. The third thing is, how do you want to contribute? How do you want to show up? What do you want to add to the work that you do? What do you want to, how do you want to serve people? And based on answering those three questions, thinking about where you are right now, how close are you to those things being aligned in your current work? How close are you to those things being aligned in what you're currently doing? And if there's, if there's something off, now, be, now you can figure out, based on the, thing, the answers to those things, you can figure out okay, here's what I need to change. And then you can decide, okay, now I have to figure out what that next step is going to be. And if you want help figuring out what that next step is going to be, feel free to schedule a 10 minute call with me. If you go to bit.ly slash 10 TIFF, that's the number 10 T-I-F-F, then you will be able to schedule a call with me and we'll help you figure out where are you right now and where do you want to be? I hope you enjoyed that episode and I hope that you took away some tangible things about recognizing the importance of prioritizing our relationship in Christ as we move our careers forward. He is not independent of your career journey. He is not independent of that walk. I look forward to connecting with you again in the next episode. Connect with me on social at Tiff South. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.